Dreamers Welcome Podcast. We are in the building right now. I'm in the Atlanta location live from Gym Studios. I'm blessed and highly favored. I appreciate y'all tuning in. I have one of my guests. She is somebody that I met through the vine of being in Dayton, Ohio. I highly respect her. We have a similar history of just putting in work to get where we at. I have Taylor Watts here. Taylor, thank you. How are you feeling? Great, like like you said, blessed and highly favored. Blessed and highly favored. It's yeah. a blessing to have you here. Like um, yeah. I was just telling you before, finally got the Atlanta location down to be, yeah. you know, doing the podcast, and you was one of the first names. Really, before Atlanta, you just was a name that I wanted to interview because I respect your history of you know just how far you've been coming. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I appreciate you. So um, how things been for you? Ooh, it's been a rocky road, like. You know, moving to Atlanta, uh, it's been it's been a road, but I wouldn't trade it for nothing. That's one thing I say, like the grind, like you gotta appreciate it, cause you know at the end of the day, like it's gonna be a real story that you get to tell once yeah. you get to where you're going, and you know it's gonna be a good one for sure. Now, did it take you a minute to appreciate the grind, like, or did you just already know from the beginning? Man, <laughs> you know, that's nah, the I know that's, 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 that's you know. yeah, you know, it's for that's the people to so hear. Funny. It's yeah. for the people to hear. Man, it take you a long time, cause you be thinking like, damn, like. Am I not supposed to be doing this? Like, mm-hmm. you know, this keep happening. My car break down. You know, I'm here in Atlanta by myself. Like, you know, my significant other, I come home from a video, everything gone at my house. Like, <laughs> damn, like, should I, move, is, should I move back to Dayton? Like, you know, it was just so many obstacles came at me. And <clears throat> I will say, like, I just, I, I held it down. Like, you know, I just looked at everything and I was like, you know what? This is the grind. Like, this is the dream. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, this is the building blocks to get to where I'm going. And I got to learn to appreciate it instead of just, you know, always calling my mama, mama. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Like, you know, I just had to, I had to grind, had a dream. I had to stick with it. And so it got me where I'm at, you know. Yeah, because I... When you started working, well, when I moved down here, I think that's when you had kind of moved down here. You was a little bit before me. Yeah, it was around. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know that the studio that we at now, I was, because my homie did some crazy shit to me and put me out when I moved. And I was living here at the studio for like five or six weeks. I just didn't let nobody know. Yeah, it's a shower in here, you know, bathroom. It it was mad comfortable. Mm -hmm. So my homie, shout out to Sean, he was just like, man, instead of going back home, which was actual people to live in the studio, Instead of just going back to dating, and you know, that's when the the pride gotta be gone. Like fuck it, like I might as well just. But I just didn't let nobody know what the fuck I was doing. I it's just like I was here all day. Mm-hmm. So the video that we had shot, I was here. Damn. <laughs> but I just couldn't let nobody. Know. I mean, it was an editing room, so yeah. it it. I wouldn't say homeless, but it was just like an uncomfortable thing of yeah. like, goddamn, mm-hmm. I gotta figure it out. It was a transition. Like a motherfucker. Yeah. Like, but I mean, but luckily though, I I, I did a similar thing when I went to L.A. In Orlando when I went to school, but this was just the first time, like, yo, like, it's literally all on you. Like you said, you can't call home all the time, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, um, but this is about you, though. So, <laughs> no, <laughs> nah. you said you went to school. What, what, what did you, like, for what? Nah, so, I went, to, <laughs> I went to Orlando. I went to Full Sail. I went to college, yeah. I got a, uh, I got an entertainment bachelor's degree. That's dope. Yeah. Okay. Nah, yeah, a lot of people don't know that. <laughs> Hold on. We, I got to salute you. Like, that's, nah. I, I got to salute you. Yeah, that was the first time I left the nest. That was the first time. I was uh, 21. I got a blessing to uh, go to college. And, you know, that was my first thing, like, get the fuck out of dating. Mm-hmm. I, I had a scholarship at St. Clair for, like, two years, and I, I dropped out, like, the first week. Because mm-hmm. I, I, was, I wasn't feeling it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, I had the blessing to go there, but... 
you know, I mean, I'm a videographer. Some of that degree still apply to what I do, but the videography and photography mm-hmm. just really bloomed. So, well, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. I, well, going into business mm-hmm. and just knowing, knowing the behind the scenes, like I learned that shit and, yep. you know, like mm-hmm. SWOT analysis and, you know, contracts degree, like whatever. So yeah. I'm an educated black guy, you know guy. what I mean? But nah, um, let's talk about your past real quick, you know, just for everybody you don't know your upbringing, like where you, where you from and how, how was it? Okay, yep. So I'm from Dayton, Ohio. Yes, I'm a Gem City girl. Don't play with us. In there. Not one of them. Okay, we in tens. There. Okay, one thing about it, I seen a dude say you a ten in Trotwood, but you ain't no ten all the way around the world, baby. I Beat right, it. it okay? <laughs> I'm a ten. Nah, that's a fact. Now, you know, I'm from um, Dayton, Ohio. Um, I grew up in the city, like on the west side, re-singer. Um, but uh, my family was like, look. Y'all, you know, we got money, whatever the case may be, we're going to have y'all go to the white school. So, <laughs> you know, I went to Northmont my whole life. But, you know, just going to school out there, I had to drive 30, 45 minutes every morning. Yeah. You know, we living on Hillcrest, you know, right there off, off Main Street. That's and, a minute. That's you know, a minute to Northmont. To Northmont every morning because my mama was like, I just refused. Like, you're not going to be going to these Dayton public schools. You're not going to be, you know, just in the hood, just doing too much. But, you know, overall, I still kind of stepped back and was, you know, kicking it with different dudes and doing whatever I was doing. But for the most part, I was out in the suburbs, you know, covered or whatever. But it definitely helped me to, as I got older, I know the corporate world and I know the streets too. Yeah. So it's like. So definitely a different type of curriculum that. Yeah. What they was teaching <laughs> compared to, you know, what the city yeah, would have been. I think it really is helping me, like, in my life right now, even as I'm transitioning from modeling to acting, like. Everything is just come full circle. It's crazy how life is, but, you know, yeah, yeah, that's my upbringing. A lot of that shit be like that, though. Just mm-hmm. you learn shit for the moment, thinking it's like, man, what am I doing this for? And then that shit just spark. Like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I know a little yeah. bit about this. I know a little bit about this. Yep, yeah. I can talk about it. <laughs> so, all right, because my platform is about, you know, just the dreams and aspirations. So before the modeling, um, the acting, and the producing, we'll get into that, too. What 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 would you say you wanted to be as you was growing up back when you was young? Mm, that's a hard one because I literally, I started to think about modeling mm, probably like when I was in high school. But uh, growing up, my whole family is a basketball family. Like if you in Dayton, Ohio, you know, the Watts family, everybody in my family played basketball. So we, you know, we was a whole sports family. We was just. I never really thought too much about modeling or acting or nothing, none of this stuff that I'm doing, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. But um, as I got older, I took my senior pictures, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, (laughs) Like, I might be cute nice. You know what I'm saying? I might got a little something going on with me. I had my dog (laughs) out there. I was cute in my senior pictures, so I was doing it. So when I went off to college, something just clicked in my head, like, you didn't quit the basketball team. Like, you ain't getting no basketball scholarship. Uh, so you so, was hooping oh, for yeah, uh, in sports. Yep, okay, okay. Yep. But at Northmont, I will say this, like, being a black athlete and your parents are not, like, on a PTO board or, you know what I'm saying, a big um, donor to the school or Contributing, whatever. yeah. You know, they are going to let those kids go, you know, move up or whatever. So I'm, it's, I'm on JV, you know, I'm a sophomore, and, you know, out of side of basketball in school, basketball, I was playing AAU. Right. A lot of people Arab- don't know that. Nah. <laughs> I was playing AAU basketball, so I really was a basketball I'm about to say, it sounded like, like you, if you was doing AAU on the yeah. off season, you was a beast then. I was really like a, I was 
really on basketball. I don't know why, like, but that's I, that's what I was into. So I'm doing AAU. I'm playing a grade up in AAU. So okay. I think I'm the shit. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I get back to school, ball, I'm already supposed to be on varsity because I'm playing with 17, you know, 16-year-olds, like, you know, on AAU. So we get back to school, and I'm going to a predominantly white school. So it just, they was not pulling me up how I wanted to. I'm getting by 15. I'm averaging 15 points a game on JV. And I'm like, but, you know, I see other people getting moved up, but not me. So all the I'm reason to go up. Too. Yeah, all the reason to go varsity, but yeah, they still. This was, and I caught an attitude instead of just working hard and doing what I had to do and putting the work in. And I was like, you know, forget this. So after I made that big decision, it's like, so what you going to do now? Yeah. And so, you know, after I took my little picture, it took me a little while. Um, and so I just was like, I'm cute. Let me, let me model. So when I went to college, I, my first year at Alabama a and I just started modeling. Like, yeah, let's talk about the, like, okay. Did you just jump into modeling thinking it was like, okay, just nice photos or how did you go into like, what, what was you doing that, that made you grind on the modeling side? Like, what's so that? When I was living in Dayton, I was like, ain't none of this going on. So how can I get, how can I get some pictures taken? Like, it's, it's not really a lot of photographers. Like, that's why I mean, you connect on the level because it was like, you, you damn near you. And like one other dude was like the really only people filming videos and doing. Yeah. Back at that time. Yeah. I started in 2011. Yeah. And it yeah. was with the cameras we got, it was really wasn't nobody doing it like that. Nobody. Like yeah. literally you were shooting everything. Like yeah. it was coming out of Dayton at that time, you were shooting that shit. Yeah. Like, and yeah. I, and the funny thing was I wasn't even living in Dayton. What? Like I was that's what I, I um uh, I was in college. I graduated two thousand twelve, but I was going yeah. back and forth so much. That's crazy. Cause I'm like, cause it was an open market. Mm-hmm. Like you left it because was. it wasn't I mean not because mm-hmm. of that, but it was just like Damn, ain't nobody shooting videos like yeah. this the way I seen it. So yeah. that's crazy. Well, we got a lot of rappers there. Like, believe it or not, uh, it's, a lot of folks uh, is rapping. <laughs> at least 5,000. Okay. 5,000 so, rappers. Oh, uh, yeah, that was definitely a market. But I was like, man, you know, I just ain't nothing going on here. So I'm like, when I got to where I was going, I was like, first off, let me make it out of Dayton. So I got my little scholarship to Alabama a and mm-hmm. And um, when I got there, I started, like, as soon as I got there, instantly, like, I don't know if it was, like, a culture shock to them because most of the girls down there are dark-skinned. So when I got down there, I was considered, like, this cute, light-skinned girl from up north. I'm not, I'm brown-skinned, but, you know, I'm like this I, I go caramel, girl. caramel you know, on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caramel, you know, so they like, oh, that girl from up north thinks she all that. Everybody wanted to fight me, all that. But the videographers, the photographers, I'm talking about up, walking up to me all day long, like, hey, let's do a shoot. Let's just shoot. Yeah. So that was the thing coming into college. Everybody was hungry and determined. And I'm like, damn. And then I was the girl on on um, on um campus that could dress. So everybody was like, but they didn't know. I'm struggling. I'm calling home like, mama, can I have some money for some food? No, facts, but I'm facts. going shopping every weekend and just, you know, making niggas take me out to eat. For uh, That's how I was eating for real. I had going on <laughs> dates and talking to dudes and stuff. College was so much fun, but it just helped me learn who I was. And so when I got there, dudes was like, hey, like, let's shoot. But I, I'm just like, okay, cool, let's do it. Like, all I got to do is be cute, but I got to do my own hair. I got to do my own makeup. I got to find a location. Yeah. I got to, you know what I'm saying, make sure everything correlates. So I, honestly, before I got into it, I never knew how serious it was and how much go into modeling for real yeah like actually just more like you said more than just like taking the cute picture Mm -hmm. with the pups and and going in like that that's crazy so going down there i mean not to sound like that i like all colors but it was just so predominantly black 
racism. Like within that's our deep own, within my own <laughs> culture, and it was crazy because I had came from an all white school my whole life, and I told my mom I'm going to an HBCU. Like I'm going to an HBCU. Nothing you can do can stop me. You know what I'm saying? And she, so but happy. she didn't want you to go. No, she didn't. Damn, she, did she didn't. And so, um, you know, I went down there because it's far away from home, too. It's eight hours away from Ohio. Yeah. She was pissed because, you know, when the girls was trying to fight me and stuff, she was like, we not even there. Like, they trying to fight you. And I got jumped. I literally got jumped in college and, and my first year. <laughs> I mean, off of what? Just just, just um, back and forth sassy shit and so just leading? I was just, I was it. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> and it's crazy. I love like, it, though. Now I love it. It's crazy how, like, I look at it now. I was just in it, so everybody wanted to hang out with me because I knew all the party promoters. I was hosting parties. And so if they if you came to the club with me, you knew you was going to walk to the front of the line. We was going to go to a VIP section. You know what I'm saying? The so regular routine. wanted to hang with me. Yeah. Because, you know, I've been doing this since I was young. So everybody wanted to hang out with me. And so um, one of the girls was just, you know, having sex with a bunch of dudes. So the dudes reported back to me like, yeah, you know, I had your friend last night. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So after another night, Another nigga came back and yeah. said, I had your friend last night. I'm like, oh, yeah, she ain't my friend. Right, nigga right. walking up to me, you know, talking about it casually. Shit. Like, he, you know, you're not going there with me. So I just told her, like, look, you can't come around us no more. So the girl was mad. She was real mad. She got into it with my friend. <laughs> so you had to boot the bitch out. And then yeah. it just. She didn't like that. She did not like that. I guess she just wanted to be cool with us so bad. And so, man, the girl came and I was just minding my own business. She hit me. So I, you know, then beat her up or whatever. This was a one-on-one fight. Me and her, one-on-one, beat her up. I seen her the next day. So I'm feeling cocky. I didn't beat somebody up. She got a black <laughs> eye. She wearing sunglasses. So I'm talking shit in the cast where, you know, where everybody Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking shit like, yeah, with that black eye. Blah, blah, blah. So she like, okay. She got my ass. I'm telling you, she waited till I walked out by myself. She locked the doors behind me, had like five people with their camera phones out. And she, they jumped me. I was like, but so they know, had the whole setup ready. Yeah, they had the setup ready, but you know, we from dating, so I cover my face. I'm like, just know, whoever the last person get up off me, I'm beating their ass. Period. Man, the last girl, she was fat, she was big, she couldn't run like everybody else. So caught up with her. I caught her. I'm talking about, I'm she got her. the leftovers from Man, what she had. I was so mad. The people was out there stealing my club, my purse, everything. Like as I'm getting beat up, nobody's stopping it. Yeah. That's why I'm like, damn. That's when Man. I knew, like. You talking about yeah? You talking about being targeted? That's some shit. The hate is real in life, and then it'd be like, I'm, I got a I got a good memory, so I'm looking at people that was <laughs> out there watching me get jumped, and these people be in my DMs to this day. Like I'm so proud of you. I be looking at it like, man, fuck beat y'all. it, like, y'all. <laughs> nah, I mean, I remember. Uh, man, somebody had tried to. Um, they was trying to rob me for, um, well, for my equipment, but they was mad because I wouldn't shoot a video for. Like I wasn't booking them. Yeah. And then my man's they hit me one time like, hey, I'm I'm over here, you know, because everybody, he was a childhood best friend. You grow up, everybody get cool with different groups of people, but we still cool. He like, bro, these niggas is on some shit trying to, you know, they're gonna try to inbox you trying to set up some shit or whatever. This is dude name, he gonna be the one to ask. I swear to God, like maybe six seven hours later, the same nigga hit me like, hey, we trying to book, and it's just like. Fuck you. Like, the hate just be so crazy when motherfucker just can't sustain the fact, like, I mean, when you ask for it, they, you know, they, they flocking towards you, whatever the case is, it, it come with the territory. Yeah, it does. So, it really does. but that was a nice story, by the way. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> I never really told that story. A lot of people just, like, didn't know. They like, why'd you just only do one year at Alabama A&M? And I'm like, yeah, I had to get up out of there. Like, it was too much hate going on. So, 
came back to Ohio, finished my um my school at um Cleveland State. I went to school for like two years straight, like nonstop. I never took a summer off because I wanted to get out of there. So Just bad. catch up. And yeah. I wanted to get to Atlanta. I wanted to go so, seriously uh, so, so bad. <laughs> so uh, when it, when did Atlanta become like the end, like not even say end all be all, but the goal, like, all right. So it was, it's really crazy. Like, this is a crazy story. Okay. So uh, my master, I mean, my, um, my undergrad is in communications and I got a minor in business. So mm. you take your, all your major classes and then your minor, you take them at the end. So I started going to business school towards the end of my education. And I'm like, hold on, like business school is it? So um, one of <laughs> my classes, real. she was telling me like, um, think of a product that you would want to sell and, you know, make up a business plan for it. So she was like, do the research, everything. Like, where's the best target market, all that. So I went home and I thought, like, what product could I do? And then I was like, myself. Shit. Like, yo, that's, yo, bet on yourself. Goddamn right. Yeah. Oh, yo, that's dope. And I was like, I'm dope. Like, I know I'm beautiful. Like, I know I got the drive. Like, Holy I know I shit. can model. So I went, I started doing my research. Like, you know, where are most models being booked, you know, for what I look like? And what do I got to do? And all that. I'm, like, literally feeding myself so much stuff. I took it in there. Guess what the lady said? What? She gave me an F. What? The lady gave me an F. She gave me an F. With all the research, all the everything. That's not a, you're not a product. And I, I, I tell my mom this all the time. I wish I could find that teacher. And I wish I could tell her, like, look, I literally followed this business plan and look where I'm at today. Like, my so the business plan, my bills. So the business plan that you made for that, you still followed it. Yep. Yo, that's crazy. Yep. I graduated, like, because that was my last couple of classes. So I graduated, like, literally, like, two months after that. And I came to Dayton. I um, volunteered at a, um, a all-girls purpose program in Dayton, and I was teaching. I was a uh, substitute teaching. I don't know if I was, like, in a transition or what, but I was in a transition, moved to Atlanta, and I came. Oh, my, my dad passed away. My stepdad passed away. He passed away the same week of my graduation from college. And so I went back home to kind of just be with my mom and kind of, you know, get everything together. So in that time frame, I was like, well, let me at least do some stuff that I really want to do. So I started teaching. And um, when I did that, you know, it just, it really touched me for real. And then by the time I, it. it but why did it touch you though? Because I, education is like a, it's a passion of mine. Like mm-hmm. I'm a super advocate for education. Like I just got my master's degree in business administration. I got my MBA. So, congrats, you know, even congrats. Now that I'm doing well in my life, I still just feel like education is just, it got me where I'm at. Like, just, you know, no matter what, I can't deny it. It got me out the hood because I think about it like I was still being dating, chilling, like you yo. know what I'm saying, talking to drug dealers, yo, um, you know, taking their money. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I would be doing, you know, just like a couple of my other friends. No shame to them or whatever, but it's just like I I knew it was a different route for me. So Yeah, I, I felt like that too because – like when I went to uh when I went to college, I, I graduated, but I waited four years to um even think about going to college. Damn. So I was just in the city, like doing the trendset thing. I was engineering, doing the mixtapes, and then that was big though. It was. Yeah, you so, can't just say that like nah, nah, big. nah. I mean, nah. It, it was huge it was though, huge. but but then at the same time, like you know how you said it, like I I just felt like it was more out there mm-hmm. because I would have been. If I would have never left, I probably would have never picked up a camera. I probably would have been selling drugs because 
that's all I was around at the yeah. time. So I had just seen it like, like this ain't even me. Yeah. Like true story. Like I made a play for one of my friends. Like it was literally a pull up. Hey, just get this to them, get the money. And my fucking hands are sweating. I'm like, this ain't for me. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't gay cause the joint. I didn't <laughs> forgot to grab the money from him. He's like, hey, I'm like, oh, bro, I, I can't do this drug shit. Like that shit was embarrassing. Yeah, it ain't. I'm like, nah, fuck this. So then, you know, I jumped off the porch. But I feel like if I would have stayed in the city. Which, you know, it's a city that made me and raised me. I'm going to always love it. But it's like, nah, the opportunities of leaving was it. And, uh, and to be honest, I didn't even want to come to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I, I moved to L.A. first after Orlando. So, you know, I was just bouncing. So, you come to Atlanta. You finally get everything situated. You come down here. We're going to bypass the... the <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to bypass it. it so, okay. Modeling, so you pick up modeling down here even more. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, how how does that start to generate? Like, how does that? When I came down here, I really didn't know nobody. I didn't know nothing. So you know, I'm getting on the internet. I'm trying to figure out, like, you know, how can I get booked? Like, who casting? Like, what can I do? Um, I learned quickly, like, you know, like follow all the casting agencies on Instagram. You know, Facebook. Um, you know. Get get getting good with the directors because a lot of modeling down here is not really editorial modeling. It's music videos. So when I was doing my research, I kind of didn't, you know, that part I didn't really search good enough. Um, right. The type of modeling that I was doing is more editorial, so I should be more New York or L.A. But I came to, you know, Atlanta first. I learned the ropes down here, and I'm glad I did because I didn't start off in them super, super big places and, you know, get a, get real, real ripped off. You know, yeah. I didn't have certain things happen here, but I learned from everything, and that's why I'm doing my model class now because all the stuff that I learned, you know, I had to go through it. Like, you know, I had to touch the hot stove when I came down here. Which is I the best form of learning, though. It is. It like, really it's is. fucked up, but it really is, though. <laughs> it's so fucked up, but it's really the best form of learning, especially for me. Because I always feel like, well, I got to see. I got to see if that's really true. You know, I got to go through it to see if it's really true. So yeah. I really went through a lot, you know, coming down here, but... It was worth it. It was worth it. So now I'm passing the jewels on to the to the younger yeah. kids and, and trying to teach them. That's what built the integrity, though. And you, you, you just sound like you still just got like a great passion for it through yes. through all of the through the, through yes. the shit through all the bullshit. Yeah, you got to still think about your goal and your dream. Like you, you really because one thing I always would think about, like even though some bullshit would happen, I'd be like. But I could have been that girl in the ditch, you know, that was found with them prostitutes that was found on Main Street last week. You know what I'm saying? I could have been the girl riding with her boyfriend and she got shot instead of her boyfriend because he in street beef. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, so which it, is common. Every time, every time I would just have them, them, them downfalls or them times where I was just pissed about the modeling stuff down here, I'm just thinking about it like, this ain't shit compared to what you could be going through at home. Like, keep your motherfucking head up. Keep moving. Yeah. I don't care if you won't get no rest, no sleep. Like... Keep moving, like, and I commend that in you too. Like, w- a lot of women, period, was just like, like that. That's the admiration I have for people who just don't take the easy route. Like, mm-hmm. it'd be it because I, like I said, I didn't have plenty of times where I didn't have reasons to just say fucking. I gotta right. shout out the copo. He gonna be eight this month. Like, I mm-hmm. it's it's been plenty of times for me to be like go back, but it's like, like really thinking. Ahead of what's going on right now is is, is just like bro, you got to stay strong for that shit. Oh, he about to be eight. Yes. Oh wow. That's my little man. He 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 getting up there. He that, is. 
But that, it, it, it's more the reason where it's like, all right, the decision I made got to make sense now. Because you got to look into him, and this this is a whole person depending on you. Yeah. Like, and for the for the rest of his years of when, he going to figure out what he want to be. Yeah. So it's like, I, you know, that that's, that's an, another goal of like, all right, that's why I just kept going. Like, mm-hmm. I'd rather just be here and then just... You know, and I'm a great dad anyways. Yeah, like I'll be really I'll be back and forth like mm-hmm. it's fucking Cincinnati today and I'm always on the highway, so mm-hmm. so all right, from modeling, um I got my notes. Mm-hmm. We gotta transition to mm-hmm. acting and uh when was it a year or two ago you signed to the actors union? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was That was a big deal. Yeah, it was. It was a big deal because I still get residual checks from this show. That, um, <clears throat> so I started off acting, so I was like, they needed models on set, so they like, oh, you know, on Tales, on BET, right, mm. show, they like, we need models, so I get on set, I'm like, okay, you know, I'm a model, I don't know nothing about acting, like, I hope they don't <laughs> expect me to say nothing. Right. So, you know, we get in there, you know, I'm looking at all the actors, we in there, we having a good time, like, set was a good time before COVID and everything, in Atlanta, set was a good time. Everybody could bring their assistants, their homegirls, their friends, all that. Yeah. Like, so everybody got their own trailers. You know, people got their own drinks flowing. We got food coming. It's like, a vibe. Snacks, yeah. everything. It's just a vibe. So, and we all young black people just trying to make it. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. it's like, we all in there vibing, whatever we doing, you know, the sets and everything. And so, after that day, I'm like, so music videos, I might pull up, I might get paid, might not, you know, the artist might be in the mood to do the shit, might not, or I could be over here on an acting set where I'm getting paid by a check, it come in the mail, I know it's guaranteed money, I get my taxes, you know what I'm saying, I'm looking for the future, you know, they they really catering to me, so it was like, uh, let me try to transition it over here, because right now, this, this, you know, the music videos and stuff, it was great. I was one thing I will say, no matter how people try to judge me and, oh, you half naked, you got to touch people, blah, blah, blah. I was making so much money off music videos at a point of time just to be independent. I'm calling them, oh, yeah, how much you want to pull up? 500 How much you want to pull up? 1000 Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm doing all this all this money coming to me. Yeah, straight pocket. You know, prop- all yeah. profit. You know what I'm saying? But it's just because... I showed up to those $100 sets. I showed up to those free sets. You know what I'm saying? And I made those relationships with those directors and those artists and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. they just see me on my own grind on Instagram. And they like, shit, I want you to be in my next project. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it's essential to keep keep on the grind. You never know who watching you. And yeah. at the end of the day, like, don't be so greedy at the beginning. Like, you know, work your way up. Do, do what you're supposed to do. But show people that you really in it for what you really in it for. So... That's where the um that's where the transition came. So after I did tales, I'm like, let me keep doing this. So I did P Valley. I was the um bottle girl all season one for P Valley. And then I was like, this is fun, you know, even though sometimes you be on set for fourteen hours. That's mm-hmm. that's where it killed me. So that's what <laughs> I you were saying. Make it all season. I you know, I kinda stopped halfway through, but you know, I, I was just really feeling acting. So they like, um, they looking for some strippers, you know, people to pretend like they're strippers mm. on a show called Teenage Bounty Hunters. And I'm like, my mama going to kill me <laughs> if she see me on TV acting like I'm a stripper. So right. I was like, let me, hopefully this is a download. But, they, you know, they paying us like $1,000, like $800, you know, just come on set, which is a lot, you know, for your eight hours. And then you get overtime after your eight hours. So 
I'm like, let me just do it. So I submitted everything. They called me like, hey, we want you to come on set. So I'm still That's nervous. Clutch. I'm still nervous. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know if I should go. Like, you know, whatever, whatever. So I just took a step out on faith. I'm like, I'm going to do it. Forget it. Like, you know, this is how I'm going to get in. Like, so I went. We, you know, in there, you know, we extras. That's what we considered that day. We considered extras. We not even considered cast or nothing. So mm. we get there, and the SAG Afro rep is walking around, and she's just looking at the stuff that we doing. We having to dance. We having to move around. We doing a lot. So she like, as an extra, though. come on, y'all. Like, yeah. you know, let me come. Let me talk to y'all. Like at lunch, I need y'all to sign some contracts. We didn't know what was going on. At lunch, we signed them contracts, and we definitely got a huge pay bump, I will say. We got a very, very nice pay bump, and then we we did the paperwork to get residuals off the show, and it was just real cool. It was, it was like, <laughs> this is something that you dream of, going onto a set, and you just walking in there as the extra, but you get bumped up. It just, On set. It don't happen too often. Yeah. It don't. And so that was just a blessing to me. It just let me know, like, this is possible. Like, you know, just stick with it, you know, because young black, um, young black actors are making a killing right now. That's a fucking fact. Yeah, I know a few. Shouts out to my nigga JC, Jared Collins, because he wanted them too. Jared Collins, he from Dayton too. Okay. And yeah, like, I think that's the craziest thing with knowing people from the city, but then at the same time, Knowing them when we all was just like young, not knowing what the fuck we was doing. I'm talking about mm-hmm. I I know him since 2005, Damn. and now this nigga. I think his first big gig was uh, BT did a Soul Train remake, mm. and he was uh, who's the fucking host on Soul Train? Don Cornelius, some shit, and we was just like he had a whole fucking major. Season roll on this shit, and it damn. just was like, God damn, like just to see that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know, I just love it. I just love it. I'm and he had the same grind, he came down here, was figuring it out. I think he was doing, yeah, he was doing music, he was singing and producing before all of this, okay. and, and now he just like bubbling. Mm-hmm. Like, but it all happened down here, and I hate to say, I didn't even want to move here. Mm. Like, I don't really, I still don't like Atlanta. I, li- I like the opportunity and the work, but yeah. I like the opportunity in the work, but Atlanta just being out and about. So that's why I live on the outskirts. I'm super far out, you know, got my little business and I be chilling. Um, so, okay. So you said, um, you were telling me earlier, um, y'all, so on the set of P Valley, y'all had started, y'all, you got your own podcast y'all be doing. Mm-hmm. So what's yeah. that about? So now we film in P Valley season two. Right. So fast forward to this year. Um, and you know, I really don't do much like, um, feature background work, but I was like, it's P Valley, you know, that I was on season one. Like, let me just go back and do season two with them. Um, so we got all new girls coming in. So we sitting down, we meeting each other and they like, you know, it be taking us hours. Like you might, might, you might literally wait three to four hours before you even go on set. You might be done hair and makeup and seeing you costumes. You, you good. You just chilling. So Mm. we over there chilling. And so we bored, so we like, fuck it, let's play Fuck Mary Kill. One of my friends said that. And I'm looking at her like, your childish <laughs> ass. Like, so we get to pulling out, you know, different categories like rappers, um, actors, just different people. She pulling up the different pictures. So what'd you do? Fuck Mary Kill him. Man, that shit just got to be so funny. <laughs> Turning you up. You got different reasons for why you killing these people, why you fucking this person. Why Personal reasons, though. Because you acting like you know them. Right, right? that's you what I'm saying. Like, it's so intimate. Like, yeah. well, you don't even know these motherfuckers. You do not know these people. So, 
you telling all these reasons why you wouldn't. Oh, I don't like this about them. Or that. Like, girl, you don't know them. But right. it just happened to be so much fun. So we just started doing it. And we like, I was like, you know what? I got the whole podcast set up. Let's just, you know, put it to you. So, man, me and my girls, we, we really been working. We got like two or three episodes. Um, We linked up with another guy podcast the other day. So we, we did a crossover. Like yeah. A crossover. It was dope. You know, they thought they was just going to ask us all the questions. Like, no, baby, we're going to ask you all some questions too. <laughs> right, right. You know Keep it interesting. I love, yeah, I love like vibing with people, you know, because. Everybody got a story. Everybody out here grinding. I love it. So, that, you know. That's why I love this shit. Like, I, I like just throughout, like, meeting a lot of people. I'm always interested in somebody's story, though. Mm-hmm. And I, a lot of people be interested in my story when they hear it. Mm-hmm. And, I, don't, you know, I don't put no, like, glitter on it. It just be like, shit, that's what how it was. But people really, like, draw towards it. And mm-hmm. then... Because you be so nonchalant with it. Like, man, that's nah, real. Nah, that's I mean, because, like... Like, you, how you said it earlier, like, how you was picking up, like, $100 gigs and everything like that. I just come from my humble background, like, just doing whatever I can. And then, honestly, I looked up and didn't even see where I was at. So, mm-hmm. me trying to keep myself grounded like that is why I be nonchalant. And I'm a nonchalant person, too. Yeah, you but are. But I, I can't, I've never been a person in the room that was, like, you know, just, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, trying to flaunt, like, you don't even know I had a degree. Like, it, mm-hmm. it ain't nothing that I think that i mean i mean a degree is different but i never just be trying to boast like i look where i came from and mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i'm the type that oh yeah you know follow my instagram and then yeah. just kind of like then they'll see like oh shit like i'm not about to sit here and have a conversation of like oh i done been around marseille and will packer and unless like, it's necessary i like the fact that in the industry if you really working and you really um you really working you know who working like, nah, you, know, facts. you don't even have to put that shit on Instagram. You don't have to nothing. It's just like when I see certain people, I'm like, it's a already salute to you because I, I didn't seen your name on the credits. I didn't see you, you know, doing shit. So it's like it's just a big salute when you see certain people just grinding. They they ain't really in it for the notoriety. I know you not. I nah, nah. Like, <laughs> I, and I've been blessed with so many opportunities. And on top of that, sometimes there won't be time to, like, put that shit up. Like, it, it's, been, it, it's been a lot of things I haven't posted that I've been around, like, not off, like, just not trying to show, but ain't no time, like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm working, I might cast up some shit for the memory of it, but, you know what I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, stay working, yeah, nah, stay facts, working, <laughs> you know, working. work, we work out here, yeah, you know what I mean, so caught us in the work, you forget to celebrate the shit, and that, honestly, that's what I say, like, I'm still working right now, I'll celebrate later, but right now, I'm working, I'm grinding, like, I mean, but this is part of the level. celebration, any I'm other gig, you. The, the 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 crazy thing is like one thing I was telling my peoples the other day is just in my in my instance maybe you too but you got to find a way to reinvent yourself every so often yes, yes. before you like to me it looked corny to try to hold on to the crown or yeah. to just be like like you know especially when you multi talented like, yeah you can't literally just just because you're good at one thing like even with me just because I was good at modeling. I knew it was time to branch off and do different things. Like, I invested money in my ATVs and dirt bikes with my fiancé. You know, I, you know, invested in, we got a studio. Um, you know, I, I resell clothes. I go buy cl- brand-new clothes and resell them online for it. You know, it's just so many different hustles man. and so many different things. Like Strings of revenue. Man, it takes seven strings of revenue to become a millionaire. Seven. That is a fucking fact. I ain't made it yet. Mm-hmm. It's coming. But I think that's what I like, too. I mean... Thank God for the blessings of my talent, but I just I'm not afraid to try something. Like yes. when I got in, because I asked you about the photography, but it, it was like okay, I'm just gonna try to get into it because it's like why not? Mm-hmm. Like just try shit. Yeah. Like and I, I tweeted that shit. Like it, it's 
it look corny when you try something new, but when that shit work out, yeah. it, it is it to the, no yeah, it's, it work out no to the love. fucking most. <laughs> I'm telling you. Nah, so what 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 do you what do you like more? You like the modeling or the acting? Um, I really can't say because I love modeling. Like one thing about me, I love modeling, but I don't like the way that modeling is just one picture. So you might get a picture of somebody, and most of the time, you're just somebody's muse. Like, mm. the clothes I wear, I don't really pick those most of the time now, you know, because I'm people calling me like, hey, I got a, I got a line that, that needs, they need their eyelashes modeled or they need their clothes modeled, you know what I'm saying? So you're kind of just like a muse, and you just sit, shut up, be quiet, and take this picture. Right. So, but, um, you know, with acting, I feel like a lot of these projects, it's like you can really – bring awareness to situations you can really have a voice you can really you know what i'm saying put on for the brown skin girls of the world yeah you know yeah really they really they can be on tv really send a message through <laughs> yeah, through so, through the acting and the talking because i kind of feel like modeling is oversaturated now especially with instagram like a lot yeah, of i girls, mean instagram model has become a, a yeah. actual profession mm-hmm. like instagram model yeah it, 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 yeah. it, it kind of got these girls mind blown because they buy their followers, they buy their likes, and they edit their pictures crazy. And it's like, this not you all the way around. These not your followers. These not your friends. These people yeah, don't like your stuff. They don't. These are not real comments. And you know what I'm saying? These not even real photos. Either. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, what, what's real? Anymore? Just dissected the, the, the average Instagram model's life. Like, and then what really made it crazy to me is before I moved down here, they probably could have catfished me like, oh, yeah, that person having their way. But being down here and in the mix and, you know, knowing what I know and everything, man, people be homeless, sleeping on couches, don't got a car, like stripping and kids sleeping in other people's house. It, it, like, it goes down. And yeah. Goes, like, you know, but this is this is where dreams are made. Like, you know, people go through a lot down here and it's it's. But it's a lot of cap with it, though. You know what I'm saying? Yo, yo, yo. I, yo, I thank God. Shouts out to my man, Dave. To everybody who owned the studio that let me sleep here at the time when I was fucked up. Because when I got here, they before cap was it, man, these lying-ass niggas who was fucking fraudulent. Man. Like, I, I get it. Everybody knows somebody that know that somebody. Yes. But I had to weed out all of the fuck niggas. Like, it'd be so many people that waste your time. Yeah. And I don't know. It, it's weird because, mm-hmm. come. I guess coming from the city though, like if you a knowledgeable person, you gonna see like, all right, this is like some fraudulent shit. But down here, they get that shit off. So good. Like, come so on. Good. Like when I got hit to the discount mall. Yeah. I'm like, okay, everybody okay. here, like everybody. everybody here is just like it, they in cahoots with what the I'm fuck. Telling you. But, but now nah, you definitely it, it's definitely a process to to weed out like being around the right people. And then who the fuck really got your best interest? Yeah. And I, I, I guess it. I mean, I'm I'm trying to get to that point because, like you said, you um, you like to give give out education. Mm-hmm. I guess I like to do it in a certain way, like with conversations like this. I wouldn't say I'm a good teacher. Yeah. But I just want to be a good representation of like, you know what I mean? Like multitask, like just go for that shit. Like I got I got a couple homies now in the city that I really hate to say it, but. They don't got they don't got the drive, and I can't be there to care about they shit more than them. Yeah, like I can't like I sacrificed a lot to get here. Yeah, man. So I meant to ask you too. So with the P Valley situation, um, you had a choice to go on the second season. Yeah, yeah. 
they invited me back. They called me back and was like, hey, you know, you're one of our core bottle girls. You you always was on set on time. You always, because a lot of girls don't come with their hair and makeup, you know, at least presentable. You know what I'm saying? Because they, they got people there to touch it up and stuff. But, yeah, that, that can make people not book you and all that stuff, too. But, yeah, they always just like, hey, you always show up. You good. You do what you're supposed to do. Um, you know, hey, we want you to come back on season two. I literally was the only one. <laughs> the Damn. only bottle girl from season uh, one. It, so was, you, it was like one other one. Yeah, one other one, but yeah. So you're going to be doing uh the Bottle Girl in season two? Yep, yep. Bottle Girl and, you know, just some extra little stuff. That yeah, whatever is being thrown under that union contract. Mm-hmm. Nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, a picture that stood out that I was excited for before the shit came out was you was in the BMF chair mm-hmm. crossing over into your uh, production credits. Mm-hmm. So, yep. so, um, Let's define, if you can, um, the, uh, what what for people who don't know what, the type of production that you do. Um, so in my own life, in my everyday life, um, I do a lot of production with movies, and um, you know, I've been doing a little bit with TV, but mostly just doing a lot with music videos with my fiance at the house of shoots. Um, so all the big music videos, um, so the Gucci Man, um. His whole that that album that just came out where he's standing on top of the tanks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went and found those tanks for him. You know, um, just everything that that needs to get done. The locations, um, you know, where the girls at. You know, get people on on set. Like, get this look. You know, I'm pulling focus. You know, I'm doing a lot behind the scenes. Um, you know, just because it's our family business. So, um, you know, when it comes to being on set uh, on BMF, I was a stand-in actually. So. I was working behind the scenes with production, you know, just, you know, making sure the angles and everything was right before the actors came on. Mm. And then, of course, I took that role because I also wanted to see, like, you know, being an actor is very hands-on. It's like, you got to go to classes. You got to, you know, you got to learn how to cry on cue. Like, you know, it's a lot that you got to, it's an art for real. It's a skill. So it's like... I was, you know, cool with coming on set and just being cute and keeping my mouth shut, but now I got to talk, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, let me sit here and learn, you know what I'm saying, from the great. So I'm on there with just legendary actors, like legendary actors, and I'm just like, oh, my God, this man was on Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Like, this this, this, this man was on, um, what's the movie uh, with, um, <laughs> um, what is his name? I'm terrible with names again. Like, I'm super terrible with names. It's what cool. What is his name? Um, Ed. Uh, oh, what movie? He from um, what's the one where they um? It's the big, the best movie, the best drug movie, um, from New York. American Gangster. Mitch. Mitch. Oh, Paid and Fool. Paid and Fool. <laughs> the man in Paid and Fool. There, I'm looking like. Oh, um, oh yeah. damn, I'm terrible with names too. Me too. Like, but I'm I know who you're talking about though. He's a fucking so classic. When I don't know people's names, but I'm just terrible with names. But, you know, just seeing all these older actors, then seeing the brand new actors, this is Meech's first thing, you know what I'm yeah, saying? So yeah, yeah. see Meech break out into his, him being an actor and breaking generational curses, like, you know, with his family and everything. is, And, you know, trying to tell his dad's story in a, you know, presentable way to the world. Like, Doing it pretty it fucking just, well. It, it definitely, then being on there with 50 Cent, Tasha Smith, like, Man, that shit was just, it was unimaginable. Like, that shit was just black excellence all the way around the table. And the shit was getting.
getting done dead in my face. And I'm like, damn, we can do this shit. Yeah, we facts. Do <laughs> so does that draw, I mean, because I know I know the answer to this question, but does that draw more of like how you, what you want to build outside of yourself going into the future? Because yeah. it's like, you sound like me, like you, you get put into it and not really knowing too much about it, but you just soak it all in. Mm-hmm. I'm a student wherever I go. That's why I say I'm big on education. Like, you'll see me in a room, and I am I might not know one thing about anything, but I might pick up on the lingo. I might be on my phone Googling, or I might just be, you know, just trying to get some examples or whatever. Just curious, like, trying to learn, like, trying to be. I'm always trying to be at the top of the pile. Like, yeah. I don't care if we sit here playing tic-tac-toe. I'm going to be sitting here <laughs> trying to figure out what I can do to beat you. Like, I'm, just, I'm always trying to win, so... That's one thing I always learned. Like, if I'm going to spend my time doing it, like, I'm going to be the best at it that I can possibly be because why Why waste my time? Like, Yeah, I, yeah. I don't I don't got it in me to uh to to get into something and then quit. Yeah. Like, I, I, like I, it, it, it's bad be because, because, for one, it's going to have to be a hell of an interest for me to even get into it. Right. Like, I'm going to have to yeah. be curious enough. And then mm-hmm. when that strikes, getting into it, like, I wreck myself, like, like, oh man, like it, let's say even a, even being like a CEO in a sense, like in a sense, like if I'm watching like a, a TV show or something, like like one of my favorite shows is like Billions and this other show called Succession. But I hear a term that they're talking about, and I'm gonna Google the term. Like, hold on, what the fuck is, <laughs> hold on, what it, what 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 that word mean? Just so if, when I'm in a conversation and if, if I'm already like trying to play that position of something, then. Everything, like you said, is sponge worthy. It's like I'm gonna soak it in because yeah. if it made the script, you gotta mean something, you gotta though. Mean something. Yeah, you got to. and I, and, you know, it's just I just live off of that. Just like like Kanye said, it like giving up is harder than trying. Yeah, like, it really is. And we in too deep with this yeah. shit, though. I'm telling you, too much to turn back now. Nah, yeah. facts, facts. I'm trying to tell you. Now you said you had a, some questions for me. If you don't, it's all good. But I do, I do. <laughs> you know want to know um you know how hard but see i thought that you was always in dating like i you know i always would see you film and stuff or whatever but i just wonder like you know was it hard for you to transition like you know just being you know big where you come from being you transitioning you i mean you might know a couple people but it's like you really starting over like how was that process for you um fun i mean it it was Okay, it was fun, but it was difficult because, you know, always starting over, I'm a nobody into this city. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm just like, okay, bet. So then, but shit like that, I, it's a it's a fun challenge to me. It's like, all right, like, I'm a squirrel to the streets, but how do I let these people know who I am? And on top of that, my confidence of, like, like I said, I'm nonchalant, but if you see my work and my page, mm-hmm. I maneuver is like, like, I live off the... The, uh, the quote, perception is reality. Yeah. Like, so you're going to go to my page. If you don't know me for who I am, you're going to go to my page and see my work, and that's going to be intrig- intriguing enough to be like, okay, let's shoot a video for him. Yeah. So when I first moved to L.A., I didn't know nobody. I had a crazy story even moving to L.A. Like, mm-hmm. like that shit was crazy. What's the, what's the good? What's the good nah, about I, LA? So, all right, so um, shout out to my man, Shot Smoke. I remember um, I had a crazy little thing in Dayton where I got I stayed there for like a couple years and I'm like well I gotta get out of Dayton now I had my son and everything but this is like man I, this ain't gonna work here like I felt like a 
a sense of like losing my mind being there. Like, cause a lot of people hate like just, you know, you gotta take care of your son and it's I'm like, oh, I can do that shit anywhere in the fucking world. Right. Like, nigga, I'm a real dad. Like, I'm gonna make this shit be known. So, so I remember, um, man, it's a crazy cheap ass story. I'm gonna make it quick though. Mm-hmm. Dayton, I, I couldn't fly to Dayton to LA. It's too much money. So I had to go from Dayton to Vegas when they had, I think it was uh, Frontier, $60 flight. I remember uh, I was so down and bad. I had a Rush card when Rush came in. Simmons had that shit. I had no bank account at the time. Like, something happened to where they took, I only had like $120 on there. They took like 50 Went to went to Vegas with like 60 bucks. But one of my homies that I knew in Orlando had set me up with a video shoot in Vegas. Got to Vegas. Charged homie 600 a video. He wanted two videos. So now I got 1600 Shot the videos in Vegas. Caught a mega bus from Vegas down to L.A. My homie, let, the mega bus was like $25, like five-hour ride. Rolled down to L.A. My homie was like, look, bro, like, it's the couch right here. You know what I mean? Shower. He had his lady coming in back and forth at the time. But then it just all ended up being on me. And then, you know, when my back to the wall like, I always live like my back is to the wall, period. Right. I always be trying to think, like, all right, before the bad happened, act like it's already happened. Mm-hmm. So what I did was on Instagram, you know, you put up a location where you at, like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm recording at, you know, Tree, tree Sounds or some shit. Okay. But it was L.A. Studios. So I look at whatever L.A. Studio, Paramount Studios, everybody that's rapping, hit them. Yo, I'm book me for your music video, check out my work. Like, to the point where Instagram was stopping me. It was the first time Instagram stopped me. I hit, like, 200 right. comments. Yeah. But everybody who was at these studios rapping, yo, book me, book me, book me. Like, what, are you in the valley? All right, you. Your own yeah. yeah, hell yeah. Crazy. Guerrilla marketing. So it just turned into that. And then when people see my work on my page, that's where it's like, oh, I bet. Yeah, okay. And then yeah. you, you just get to bouncing around, and then they get to seeing my page, and then they see my work. And that's – so the transition, it was it was definitely hard. But all that shit just made me just really understand, like, it's literally in your hands, like, of anywhere you go, anything you do. And if it don't work, you can only blame yourself. So, and, you know, and and I find a thrill out of it. Even down here, I didn't know nobody. But I can never be arrogant. I just be like, man, my talent came from God because Mm -hmm. I'm I'm always getting into these positions to work with people. And that's how I got on the movie set with Marseille Martin. And shouts out to Josh, her dad. Carol, like they put me in position and just trusted me with the camera, and mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it, in a sense, it's trusting myself, and it'd be so rough in between trying to handle it. But it's like, man, like you just so deep into it right now. It's like, how the fuck can you even think to just be like, this is too much? Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I seen a quote. It was like, if you're going through hell, then why stop there? Right. Like, <laughs> it was like, shit, just keep there. going. Yeah. I want to ask you a question. We about to wrap up too. Um, what's a good quote to live off of? Ooh. Mm. Let's see. I just that's my first time trying that question too. I yeah, think I got you. You got me too. <laughs> you stumped me. But this is not the best quote, but um this is a quote that um one of my friends, we was in school and um like she had went I don't know, she went through a job application or something, but she was just like never let anybody tell you no. And I was like, what you mean? Like, she was like, I'm not going to let them people tell me no. I'm going to call them tomorrow and be like, look, I know you told me no yesterday, but look, this is the reason why, da, da, da. And so I was just like, this girl, crazy as hell. Talking about I never let nobody tell you no. People say no to people all the time. But as I start getting into my career and people start telling me, oh, you too short to model or oh, you too 
you too thick or you too skinny or you too this or you too that. Like, just never let nobody tell you no. Like, you know what I'm saying? You are the ultimate person that, that gives the answers out. You know, you and God. But, you know, of course, like, you you, you are going to create your own destiny. So, you know, yeah. just never let nobody tell you no and discourage you from doing exactly what you want to do. Now, if you out here doing some bullshit and you know you shouldn't be doing that, yeah, please yeah. stop. <laughs> but if you really on your grind and people just, you know, you getting them hard critics and, you know, it happens in life, but don't never let that stuff knock you down. Like, always, like, go for go for what you know. I love a good quote that's so simple, but it has like a hundred thousand different meanings behind mm-hmm. it though. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Taylor, I love you to death. I thank you so much. You always been rocking with me. You I always go to you for video shoots, you know, the modeling and everything, but mm-hmm. I'm proud of you. I thank you and I appreciate you for just, you know, being a great friend of mine. It's like I'm I'm definitely proud to say you a friend and I mean it because I just know where we came from with this shit. So thank you. Um, please let people know what you have going on right now or coming up. Um, right now I am. It's the end of the year, so I'm literally um trying to get everything done that I tra- wanted to do in 2021. So I'm um, doing eyebrows and lashes. I'm starting a whole new business. Um, you know, I already got two other successful businesses, and then with me modeling and acting, those my other two business my what fourth and fifth business so you know everything is about Work. just being an entrepreneur you know yeah, what I'm saying yeah. like I got phones they ring all the time and <laughs> I just be you know what I'm saying making it happen every day it should be some type of income coming in so you know one thing about me I'm not always pretty you might see me at my bike shop in Kyers MX bike shop come holla at me you know what I'm saying I don't wear no nails no more because I'll be pushing bikes I'll be taking carburetors off and shit oh, that all that <laughs> that's like, clutch literally jack of all trade like uh, one thing me and my fiance we real life just we work hard you know we black people you know we people like oh y'all rich and i'm like nah we we real life we work hard like one thing about it we gonna have a we what we have because we working really hard for it so you know i got some shows coming up that i'm in that should be coming out um next year 2022 um, you know, I got my modeling class that's definitely going strong right now. Um, it's virtual right now this year, um, because my December bookings are off the wall. Like, um, I just had to turn down the show Atlanta yesterday. Word. <laughs> yes. And I was like, I really wanted to, <laughs> I was supposed to be some attractive customer that was going to be featured on there. And I was just like, damn, I'm already booked um, at Tyler Perry Studios tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, doing something for him. And it's a specialty. But look at there, the, so. look at the, why I can't do it scenario, yeah. which is amazing. That's and amazing. So, you know, it's just really a blessing because it's like sometimes in my life, I'll be at home doing nothing. You know, for a couple of weeks, I might be at home doing nothing, just waking up every morning, going to my bike shop, humble as I don't know how. Just I'm the yeah. worker, I'm the boss, you know, I'm the janitor, I sweep up the floors, I do everything. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, some days I be on set and I got a personal assistant, you know what I'm saying? So it's just, it's a, it's just being in all ranges of life, you know what I'm saying? But just knowing how to gracefully walk through it all and just get through it, that's just, that's what I'm on right now, so. 2022, I just want to be even more of a bigger boss. Hell yeah. <laughs> bigger level. Hell you yeah. You know what I'm saying? Expand and, you know, just keep it moving and hopefully go bigger with the acting. Um, this year, I finally just did my research on it, see if I really liked it, and I'm definitely loving it. Um, you know, I got different roles coming in. I had a role come in. I did like four auditions this week. 
So, you know, like I'm trying so, to yeah. run my businesses, do my auditions. Keep the I'm schedule the busy. I'm trying to book my um, oncoming stuff. I got to make sure I'm good. So I'm just a, a lady running ragged, but, you know, I'm blessed <laughs> because it's like, you know, at a point I ain't had nothing going on. So now all this going on is just a blessing. So Can't complain. Can't <laughs> complain. Well, I appreciate you, Taylor. Yeah. Make sure y'all tune in. Dreamers Welcome Podcast. Keep on dreaming. We out. Dreamers Welcome Podcast.